What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Why, hello there, live and on tape from lovely Whitehall Drive. I think I just scared my dog. Here in the beautiful city of Kinston, North Carolina, it is Thursday, March the 2nd, in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 813 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College. My co-host, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game man do we have a good show for you today and i gotta tell you if you're a mount olive person i know we've got a lot of mount olive folks out there uh, you're gonna really love today's show because all we've got three guests all three of them have big time ties to the that that uh, university of mount olive up there in wayne county and i'm telling you our first guest uh joining us here in our first hour in less than 20 minutes he's our regular thursday guest he's the voice of the university of mount olive athletics uh, the down east wood ducks and he's a voice and advocate for kitty cats all over wayne county it's shane albee we've already exchanged our uh our meow messages this morning with each other and uh very excited to uh, have him joining us here like i said in less than 20 minutes he's going to help us take a look at uh man this just amazing run that uh, the UMO men's basketball team has had. Uh, I, I want to dive into ba- uh, basketball or blah, 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 into baseball a little bit with him this uh, this Thursday too. And of course, you know when we have Shane on here, we talk about a ton of stuff. Who knows everything we're going to get into? But I can't wait to have him on here. He's just a good guy. You'll love his walk up song. It's it's awesome. Listen. Did I say UMO men's basketball? Why, yes, I did. We're going to have former Kinston and UMO star. He uh, also coached at uh, Parrot Academy. He did uh, some coaching all uh, at several schools in the southeast. He is now the head basketball coach, the head men's basketball coach at the University of Mount Olive, Dory Hines. He's going to be joining us about 45, 50 minutes into this first hour. We're going to be talking about uh, just the team's turnaround, just how well they've been playing lately and how they have uh, battled their way into the quarterfinals of the Conference Carolinas tournament, which will be played tomorrow night. Uh, they've already, uh, they, they've just had some great wins here lately, and they are, uh, it's a team that really struggled last year, struggled early this year, and kind of like what we were talking to Chris Brown about yesterday with uh, Lenore Community College. It's a, uh, oh my God, Shane just sent me a picture of his cat tailgating for the Brian Hanks show. That's awesome. One of his nine cats that's tailgating for the Brian Hanks show. I love it. Love it, Shane. Thank you. But uh, kind of like what we were talking to uh, Chris Brown about yesterday, about how LCC has just turned their season around. I think they were 2-21 and 21 at one point. They won five of their last eight games, and uh, they are in the uh, – you know, we'll talk more about that in a moment. But it's just it's really cool how LCC and UMO have turned their seasons around here late in the uh, regular season and even into the conference tournament. Both of them have won conference tournament games, and uh, UMO is going to be playing uh, – 
tomorrow night. We'll get more information about that from Dory. Just really looking forward. Of course, I know the people who listen to this show, and you know how good of a player Dory Hines was. Two state championships, 2008, 2010 at Kenson High School with Reggie. And uh, heard it said many times. And this is what I love. And just the whole the love thing, the love fest between he and Josh Dawson. Uh, he graduated in 10, uh, 2010. Dory did. Uh, Josh Dawson graduated in 2013. But I swear, you put a lie detector on him. You asked Dory Hines, who's the best point guard in the history of Kinston High School basketball? He says Josh Dawson every single time. You asked Josh Dawson, who's the best point guard in the history of Kinston High School? He says Dory Hines, and they mean it. And I'm, and that's away from each other. They don't say it in front of each other. That's away from each other. And I just love it. I mean, just the brotherhood that is Kinston basketball. And, uh, man, just can't wait to have Dory here on the show. Like I said, he'll be joining us about 45 minutes, 50 minutes into this first hour. We'll have him uh, through the end of the hour. And that's our first hour. How about our second hour? Joining us is uh, more Mount Olive royalty, as we're going to have former dude manager, Down East Wood Ducks manager, and Auckland Tuatora manager, Steve Mintz, is going to be joining us, uh, arguably, and I don't even know if it's arguably, uh, the most popular on-field personality, on-field personnel in Down East Wood Ducks history. Now, bear in mind, I'm not saying uh, guys in the uh, front office like John Clemens and Wade Howell and Janelle Bullock and uh, those folks. I'm talking about on the field, and uh, you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody more popular than Steve Mintz. And uh, he's going to be joining us live. Uh, all three of these interviews, by the way, are going to be live on our Spence Automotive guest line. Uh, and the neat thing about uh, Mincy is he's a former UMO baseball star. Might get uh, uh, Shane to uh, just uh, recap some of his highlights uh, when Shane joins us here in a little bit. But here's the neat thing about Mincy joining us this morning. He has got some really big news. He texted me about it a couple of days ago, and I was like, we got to clear our schedule. Actually had a guest scheduled for our second hour. We won't go into names, but I really do appreciate them moving uh, moving their visit so we could have Mincy on today uh, because it's a big announcement. Can't wait to catch up with him. He's had a few weeks back now from uh, being in Australia and in New Zealand and uh, want to recap their season. They had a really good season. Again, making the playoffs in the Australian Baseball League. Can't wait to talk to Mincy about that. Just one of our hey, – listen, I don't even try to hide it, man. I mean, one of our favorite guests. He's just one of the absolute good guys. And can't wait to have uh, Mincy join us. So there you go. How about that for three guests? And again, if you're a University of Mount Olive uh, person, you got to be giddy. Uh, Shane Albee, the voice of University of Mount Olive. Dory Hines, the UMO head men's basketball coach. Steve Mintz, one of the best baseball players to ever come through uh, the UMO program. All three uh, on our show today. So it's going to be awesome. Hey, uh, you know, I don't do a whole lot of... Because uh, I try to keep this show micro local, you know, hyper local, and all that as we have done since we launched this thing eight hundred and what eight hundred and twelve shows ago or whatever, all the way back to twenty nineteen. But I, I got I got to tell you, I'm a little bit giddy. Uh, I got my ACC basketball tournament uh, credential approved uh, for next week, so I'm going to be going up there. I haven't decided yet since Virginia's got the double buy. I haven't decided if I'm going to stay the whole weekend or the whole week, or if I'm going to just do. You know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, assuming Virginia makes it to the ACC Tournament Championship. But uh, I haven't decided yet. And 
with me just now finding out if I uh, that I got credentialed, I've got to <clears throat> you know uh, square away some. So if you're listening to this, I may try to crash at my brother's house. I don't know. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to get a hotel room or not. But yes, I know I made that all about me. But we really need to talk a little ACC basketball. Uh, I did it yesterday on Mark Panicelli's show. If you had a chance to listen to Two Five Two ESPN. And uh, I had a blast uh, talking to him about the way it looks like the ACC tournament's going to shake out and the standings. And I'm telling you, did not see last night, did not predict that uh, Notre Dame would upset uh, Pitt last night. So if you're just getting up and you hadn't checked the scores or anything, let me, uh, if you're listening to our 7 o'clock broadcast, obviously if you're listening to our 3 o'clock broadcast, you, you, you undoubtedly already know. But how about Notre Dame last night upsetting number 25 Pitt, 88-81. It looked like Pitt was... Uh, destined to be the number one seed in the uh, ACC tournament next week. Now it's all up in the air because with that uh, 88-81 victory uh, by the Fighting Irish over the Pitt Panthers last night, there's now a three-way tie atop the ACC with Pitt, number 16 Miami and number 13 Virginia, all three of them at 14-5. and five. Uh, One of those three teams will end up being the number one team because uh, on Saturday's ACC schedule, there are, there's only one day of games left in the regular season in the ACC, and that is uh, this Saturday. Uh, everybody plays except for uh, Greg Clemens's uh, NC State Wolfpack. Their season is complete; they are done. But uh, here's what makes it exciting: there's only going to be two potentially potentially two teams with a 15 and five record going into the ACC tournament because Pitt and Miami face each other. Uh, Virginia takes on a very bad Louisville team. Although, listen, Virginia struggled against Louisville a couple of weeks ago, so I'm not I'm not assuming anything. But if Virginia takes care of uh, business, it's either going to be them or Pitt slash Miami uh, as the number one seed going into the ACC tournament next week. All three teams though have earned a double buy, so uh, I, I you know Pitt and Miami they both want to win on Saturday. But uh, only uh, one of them can be uh, 15 and five and tied with Virginia. And I don't know all the tiebreakers. I tried to get. I tried to look it up in my show prep this morning. But you go to ESPN. They've got one thing. You go to theacc.com. They've got another thing because at theacc.com right now, they've got uh, of the three teams. They've got Miami first, Virginia second, Pitt third. But then you go to ESPN and they've got Pitt first, Miami second, Virginia third. So I don't know how that's all going to work out. But regardless, if Virginia can take care of business, uh, they'll be 15 and five. And they should. I mean, they absolutely should. And then you've got, uh, like I said, Pitt and Miami playing each other. And I think, I think since uh, Virginia lost at Pitt, I think they've only played it one time. That would be the first tiebreaker. So if Pitt were to win, Pitt would be one, Virginia two. And uh, Virginia, I, I mean Miami. Let me see uh, what uh, Virginia did against Miami. Da, 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 da. I know you love listening to me uh, look this stuff up uh, live here on the radio. They lost at Miami. Wow! It looks like that uh, Virginia is going to be even if they win, uh, they're going to be the number two seed undoubtedly. So that makes sense. So uh, since they lost to both, uh, they lost on the road both at Miami and at Pitt. <laughs> Greg Clemens, have some faith in your Wolfpack, man. They're the sixth seed. Uh, they are potentially going to be playing, uh, I don't even know, it's two, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. Boston College, I think NC State can beat Boston College, and then they would play either Pitt or Miami in the uh, quarterfinals on Thursday. And, and listen, 
This is this is as wide open as the ACC tournament has been, and I can't remember how long. And in fact, I know I'm going to be uh, repeating some stuff that Panicelli and I talked about on his show yesterday. But you know what, folks here on my show didn't hear me say this. I just anybody can win. Duke right now, uh, you would probably think well, Duke who were the preseason favorites anyway, they're uh, tied for fourth with Clemson. I really think. Duke could win this whole thing. I think State could win this whole thing. They're, they're as good a team as anybody that's in this ACC right now. Hey, Carolina playing their best basketball season or basketball of the season right now. Three straight wins, and they're at home against Duke this week or this Saturday. I, it just, man, I'm telling you, anything can happen. Um, yes, I do know uh, the, t- the championship is determined by the tournament and not the. Uh, I was talking about regular season championship but this is the schedule for this week uh two o'clock game uh on saturday in the acc virginia is at home against louisville virginia should win that it's on espn2 that's at two at 230 georgia tech at boston college uh four o'clock on espn2 is florida state at virginia tech five o'clock is wake forest at syracuse six o'clock is pitt at miami that's on the acc network that is like i said that's going to determine who is the number one seed going into the ACC tournament? 6.30, of course, on ESPN, Duke and Carolina, and then uh, Notre Dame and Clemson at 8 o'clock. That's also on the ACC network. So if you're an ACC basketball junkie, let me tell you something. You can plop in front of your TV at 2 o'clock on uh, Saturday, and then you'll be watching basketball all the way to 10 o'clock. So eight straight hours of ACC basketball for you on Saturday. Uh, listen, uh, I wanted to thank Danny Rice again. I mentioned it yesterday, and I did have one person get in contact with me, but it turns out they couldn't use them. I have ECU baseball tickets this weekend for the LeClaire Classic. Uh, hit me up. Uh, I'll probably, if I don't hear from uh, anybody else today, I know uh, Linda, and uh, I, I've got them for all three days, but Friday is pretty much done. So if you'd like to go on Saturday or Sunday to the uh, LeClaire Classic, let me know. Keith Spence, don't worry, buddy. I got you two tickets for uh, Sunday or for Saturday's game. So I've got two tickets to Saturday's games, four tickets to Sunday's games. And, uh, again, courtesy of uh, Danny Rice. Uh, thank you, Danny, for uh, sharing those with us. And I uh, would love for uh, one of my listeners uh, or a couple of my listeners to use these tickets on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and it's just going to be awesome, man. The uh, LeClaire Classic over at uh, – uh, at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Let's see, Friday. Uh, well, like I said, I've already given away, but we'll just let you know that you can. You, I think there's still tickets still available, though, uh, individual tickets uh, if you would like to buy them. But uh, noon on Friday, Long Beach State versus Georgetown, and then ECU versus Indiana at 4.30. Saturday, Georgetown versus Indiana at noon, and uh, Long Beach State versus ECU at 4.30. And then on Sunday, 11.30 uh, first pitch, Indiana versus Long Beach State, and then Georgetown versus ECU. And I'll be on the mic for uh, the Friday games and the Sunday games. So if you do go out there, you'll be able to hear me uh, on the mic. And I think Scott Whittington is working up in the press box uh, the Sunday games anyway. So it's going to be neat to uh, be out there for that. But again, I've got two tickets for uh, sun- uh, Saturday's games. I've got four tickets for Sunday's games. I would love to give them to a listener. Hit me up if you if you got the digits or hit me up on Twitter, DM me on Twitter, uh, slide into my DMs on Twitter, <laughs> uh, or uh, hit me up on Facebook on the show page or on my personal page, and I'd love to get these tickets to you. And again, 
thank you, Danny Rice. He is the one responsible for getting those uh, out to you folks. Uh, how about a big deal yesterday? Elizabeth City State got a good one, man, as uh, Antoine Gidget signed with them to play football. Uh, just had a great, great senior season. Uh, it's awesome to see him transforming that into a scholarship. And uh, from Kenson High School, Antoine Gidgets, uh, go to encmoments.com. Uh, Junior Smith III has a great story up there about it, and you can check that out. Uh, I tell you what, before we uh, get into our scores uh, from last night and all that, let me thank our title sponsor of this here Brian Hanks show. It's Lenore Community College. For almost 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you so much to our good friends over at Lenore Community College. And speaking of our good friends over there, do not forget that the uh, Lenore Community College Foundation Golf Classic Super Bowl Tournament is coming up on May 18th at the Kinston Country Club. And this is your opportunity. Uh, the Brian Hank Show, proud media sponsor of the uh, LCC Foundation Golf Classic, along with WRNS uh, and Dick Broadcasting. Plenty of time to still get in. You can uh, register your team. You can be. A, they are in need of sponsors. And the cool thing is about this, uh, it sends kids to school right here in Lenora County, Greene County, and Jones County. So uh, please uh, support that if you can. Go to lenorecc.edu backslash Kenston Golf. You can find out more information about that. So uh, thank you again to uh, Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Russie Hunt, uh, just all the folks over at Lenore Community College for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. We truly do appreciate them. Let's see, uh, how about Brandon last night? Brandon Ingram uh, went off for the New Orleans Pelicans last night. It was a late game. I'm not, uh, I didn't get to watch one minute of it because uh, my, my butt was in bed before <laughs> it started. But uh, they won 121 to 110 in Portland last night. The Pelicans did. And how about Brandon? He went off last night. He had 40 points, six rebounds. <clears throat> Excuse me, 40 points, six rebounds, five assists, two steals in 38 minutes. Just crazy. The Pelicans play at Golden State on Friday. That game is at 10 o'clock. You can watch it on League Pass. Uh, Reggie Bullock, <clears throat> excuse me, Reggie Bullock and uh, the Dallas Mavericks, they are at home versus Philadelphia tonight at 7.30, and that game's going to be on TNT. Then they play on Sunday at 1 versus Phoenix, and that's going to be on Brian North's WCTI ABC 12, so you can check that out. Uh, you can see Reggie on national TV uh, twice here in the next three or four days or so, so check that out. LCC Basketball. Uh, they are resting up one more day uh, before they take on Bryant and Stratton tomorrow at 5 o'clock in Wilmington. That'll be in the quarterfinals of the Region 10 tournament. Uh, that's in basketball. In baseball, uh, the Lancers won yesterday in Rocky Mount against the North Carolina Wesleyan JVs. They won that game 8-4. Uh, to four. They're now 11-5 and five overall. Uh, they have a Saturday doubleheader in Bolivia when they take on, not the country, the town in North Carolina <laughs> at Brunswick Community College, and they're at home Sunday at 1 o'clock 
against Brunswick Community College. Our hometown heroes, Trez, is off until Saturday against Duke. Uh, Isaac Parton and Jeremy Dixon, they're off. Uh, well, Isaac's out for the season, but them and Winston-Salem State, <clears throat> the CIAA Men's Basketball Tournament champions, uh, they will be in the NCAA Division II tournament uh, here in a week or so. Damian Dunn and Temple, they're off until uh, tonight. They play senior night tonight against UCF. Uh, Ashanti Lynch and Maryland Eastern Shore, they are at Delaware State today at 530. That'll wrap up their regular season. About a Maji Dodd and Charleston Southern. Now, Maji didn't play last night, but Charleston Southern upset High Point in the first round of the Big South Tournament. Last night, 72-70, to 70, and they take on UNC Asheville Friday at noon in the tournament. Uh, we're going to talk to Dory and UMO, so we won't, uh, and Sugar Shane here in a couple moments, so we're not going to talk about that right now. We'll hit that in a minute. And uh, about Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt, who have now won seven of their last eight games. They spoiled senior night last night for Kentucky as uh, Vanderbilt won at Kentucky last night. They Listen, they're now 16-13 and 13 overall, 9-7 and seven in the SEC. Uh, and again, like I said, they've won seven of the last eight games. They went, uh, win the game last night on a buzzer beater, 68 to 66. Vandy is now tied for fifth in the SEC and they're home versus Mississippi state Saturday at eight 30. So a very strong, uh, finish to the season for stack and Vanderbilt, a uh, man in a uh, prep baseball last night, some, uh, Un- unfortunately, some uh, sad results, uh, as we lost all three of our, uh, games from our local teams last night. Kinston opened their season with an 18 to seven loss to uh, Wilson Bettingfield. Uh, they are now 0 and one in baseball. Green Central lost last night at home six to four to Wilson Hunt. Uh, the Rams are now one and one. Hunt is unbeaten at two and zero. Listen, you want to know all, all about that game? Go to encmoments.com. Junius was at that game last night, and he's got uh, the results of that for you. Check that out. And then Aiden Griffin lost at home last night. Uh, they fell three to nothing to North Johnson. They're now one and one, and that was North Johnson's first game of the year. We've got some good games for you today. As uh, Parrot is at home, they're one and zero. They take on Pungo Christian out of Bell Haven. Uh, that game is at four o'clock today. Uh, North Lenore is at home, and I'm going to do my best to get out there and see this. A uh, message with. Uh, uh, Joey Cannon yesterday, or was it yesterday, the day before yesterday, and uh, I want to get out there and watch some of that game tonight. Uh, is they're going to take on a very good CBA Cock team? Now they lost CBA Cock lost eleven to two at home in their season opener against uh, Rosewood out of Goldsboro, but North and North is one and zero. And uh, Luke Cannon's going to be on the mound tonight. I really want to get out there, like I said, and, and watch him pitch a little bit tonight. That game is at five o'clock. At North Lenore and then South Lenore, who uh, lost their season opener, they are at Richlands today. That game is at seven o'clock. So those are three baseball games tonight in softball. Uh, last night, uh, North Lenore beat Aiden Grifton seven to five. North Lenore is now two and zero. The Chargers dropped their season opener, and they are obviously now zero and one. There are two games tonight. Green Central is home against Wilson Hunt. Both teams are zero and one. And uh, South Lenore is at Richlands tonight. Uh, the Devils are coming off that season opening loss to a very good 4A Wilmington Hogger team. And I believe they will probably take that out on Richlands tonight, who is 0-2. That game is at 6 o'clock in softball. And girls soccer, uh, there was one game last night. Green Central was at home. They lost to Wilson Benningfield 6-1. to And Jason Bryant, thank you. Jason just hit me up and said that the game is at 7 o'clock tonight. 
the baseball game between uh, CBA Cock. On the, I got to tell you, on the schedule on Max Preps, it still says 5 o'clock, but you know what? By God, if Jason Bryant tells me 7 o'clock, then it's going to be at 7 o'clock. So still going to try to make that game tonight, but it's CBA Cock at North North that game at 7 o'clock uh, against a very good, like I said, uh, Acock is just pretty is very good year in, year out. Hey, back to girls' soccer real quick. Uh, like I said, Green Central lost last night 6-1. to one. The Rams uh, fell to 0-2. Bettingfield won their season opener. We have two games tonight. Uh, North Lenore is at home. So, hey, you could go uh, watch a little North Lenore soccer and then North Lenore baseball because the soccer team plays at 6 tonight against CBA Cock. Uh, North Lenore is 0-0-1. South North's on the road. They go to Chagawinity to take on Southside. Listen, all these scores came from Max Preps, so I don't want anybody telling you that I got them from anywhere else. I went to maxpreps.com and got those scores, except for the uh, score of the Green Central game. Got that from uh, Junior Smith III and ENC Moments. Okay, man, I've, I've run over here a little bit, and we need to get uh, our good friend uh, Shane Albee up here on the line with us. We're going to do that now. While we do that, we're going to thank uh, Spence Automotive right? because – Actually, I want to hear him go beep, beep. <laughs> but Spence Automotive is where I get my car service. It's absolutely positively where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots. Spence Automotive is owned by local sports training legend Keith Spence and just all-around great guy Keith Spence, one of our day one sponsors. It's open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Um, uh, listen, give Keith a call at Spence Automotive <laughs> at 252-686-5011. The next time you need your car service, when you need new tires, tell him that Sugar Shane Albee and the Brian Hanks show sent you. And Shane, I'm sorry, I went a little bit over there uh, with all our uh, updates from last night, but it's spring sports time, dude. And when you got basketball season, you know, uh, college basketball season and you know, playoff basketball season rolling over into spring sports. It, it takes a minute to get through everything. But, uh, dude, I got to tell you, I love that picture you sent me of. Uh, now, which kitty was that that, sh- that was uh, tailgating for the Brian Hanks show? Uh, it's a cat that rhymes. Her uh, name rhymes with Lucy. It's uh, Slucy. <laughs> Slucy Rabbit. Uh, she was. T- I, I should have got a picture of her tail because she was wagging it. But, yeah, she was literally tailgating oh, for the, uh, oh, I the get Brian Hanks show. Wait, yeah, wait a minute. Here's, your, here's your walk up. There we go. <laughs> you got to admit, do you, do you feel like you're walking into the batter's box at UMO when you hear this plan? Absolutely. <laughs> and the scary part is, is a lot of these young guys know, would, would even would know that song. That is so cool, man. Shane Albee, I don't know if you heard the very beginning of the show, dude, but it is almost like I'm having a UMO day here today. I mean, I've got you, of course, the voice of the University of Mount Olive uh, joining us here. Dude, I've got Dory Hines right after you. Uh, what, in about, uh, 25, about 20, 25 minutes or so? And then nice. how, and how about Steve Mintz joining us in the second what? hour today? Well, what people don't realize is this is the state of North Carolina. And, and uh, make no mistake about it, it's a green state, baby. Indeed it is, man. It, it is, is a green state. But it's crazy right here in Lenore County. I'm not even talking about Wayne County, but just all the connections oh, yeah. we have right here in Lenore County. I mean, uh, we, who is the player? Is it uh, Jay Cobb or Jalen Cobb that just signed to play basketball at UMO? I mean, he's a Kinston guy that's on his way over there. Or 
Was it the guy? Well, you look at you look at Jackson Massey and Cam Shear yep. uh, running the baseball program at North Lenore. You look at David Combs at South Lenore. You know, these are all guys. These are Mount Olive guys. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling you, and I already know when you work out with those guys, you work out in those programs. In fact, at the hot stove banquet, uh, the North Lenore baseball coaching staff and most of their baseball team was there, and I apologized to them that night. I said, hey, guys. Rob Watt and the Mount Olive coaching staff was in attendance that night at the hot stove banquet. I said, Hey guys, I said, um, you know, that circuit you guys probably do at North Lenore. And I pointed over at Rob Watt and I said, it's his fault. <laughs> I said, cause he created Rob Watt, the head baseball coach at Mount Olive. I've always known this. He created his own workout circuit. It's like a blend of different, it's like a blend of different schools and different workouts and everybody will tell you Jack O and, and, and Combsy will tell you it's hell. Wow. <laughs> it's awful. It's but, awful. But look at the success that all those programs have. I mean, it may be, yeah. it may be hell, but look at the success that it has bred. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, it's, you know, and I'll tell you, it make, tries to make me I always joke around like, you know what, PA announcers, we have our circuits too, you know. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's like, uh-huh, sure, you know. At least you don't, you know, you don't vomit, you know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> Wait a but minute. no, you, I'm telling you. You've never vomited uh, when you've been on the mic before? Come on, man. I can't, I can't comment on that. <laughs> hey, dude, you do know I'm doing eight games in three days between ECU baseball and softball That's Friday, Saturday, circuit. and Sunday, dude. That's a circuit. Like my last weekend, I had a baseball game. I joined Mount Olive Baseball in Progress Friday night. Saturday, we didn't do anything, but oh boy, Sunday, I had a doubleheader in baseball and then uh, women's basketball play, like basically the first round game between Southern Wesleyan and North Greenville. I had to come right back and do Mount Olive women's basketball Monday. And so it's literally, and of course, the, the, the young Canadian play by play guy who's a student there and is doing all the play by play for these games. He's just walking by me like, woo. And I'm like, dude, you're, you know, I'm like, yeah, he's like 21 years old and, and doing all the, and it's so cool. Cause like last night I'm watching him do the play by play for Mount Olive. Mount Olive had a two game series this week with Dominican university of New York, which is like playing the Yankees because everybody on the team is from either the Bronx, you know, they're from New York and, and, uh, they got names like Ramon Salazar Rivas. You know what I mean? They, it is. No, no, no. You got to do that one again. Ramon Salazar, Salazar Rivas. He is a freshman from the Bronx, but and it's so cool because in the past I've done the play by up the PA against them, and they, hey, they come to North Carolina to hear the Yankee strikeout whistle. This is so cool, you know. And I remember last year they came to Mount Olive and they were playing, and they were hilarious, and they literally were like. Asking our, they were asking McKenzie. McKenzie was down there, you know, McKenzie Yee, she was taking photographs down there on the field and they were asking her. McKenzie comes up to the box and they were like, whoa, those guys were like, excuse me, but like, um, how come you guys like only have like one black guy on your team? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Um, and McKenzie was like, no, no, we've got two. <laughs> but they were just blown away by that because like the entire the entire uh, Dominican University team is guys like Miguel Andujar. You know what I mean? They're, the whole team is is uh, Latin or African-American. But they just couldn't believe it that um, I was like, hey, we're in the South now, you know. <laughs> you don't know. It was hilarious. That's awesome. It's, 
I'm sorry, man. I'm talking over you. That's Sugar Shane Albee here this morning on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, I do. I just. I want to distinctly talk about. Uh, let, let, let's. Uh, let's put. Let's put your basketball hat on here for a second. Let's go, okay? Move now, dude. Uh, in, in all seriousness, and I know we play around a lot, but you talk about a team that has hit its stride yes. at the right yes. time. It's this yes. UMO Trojans basketball team. They've won five of their last six. They've won two games in the Conference Carolinas tournament, a uh, 95-87 win against Lees McCray this past Sunday. Then a day later, they go to Chawan. They win that game, 97-90. And I said it here on the air on Tuesday, uh, and I want to thank you personally you use Snapchat for good instead of evil on uh, Monday night <laughs> as yeah. you kept me up to date. And I got to watch the last 30, what, last 30, 40 seconds of that game with timeouts, with everything on Snapchat. So, dude, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And what a win. What a come-from-behind win on the road in the Conference Carolinas. Uh, just brag on the job that Dory is doing with this team, and especially, like I said, Five of six wins here over the you know this last couple of weeks of the season, and uh, and then we'll preview Belmont Abbey in a minute. But just brag on what has been the difference to you uh, with this team over the last six games. Well, I'll tell you, it wasn't looking good early against Chuan at all, and they've got a freshman on that team who played against this. Uh, he's played played in the uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes tournament. A kid named Skylar Davies. and uh, he likes to get his alley oops. It wasn't looking good. It was like alley oop to Davies in the. Hawks now up by 12. It wasn't looking good. And, uh, but what I think the difference is, um, there, Mount Olive is, I mean, Dory has got these guys finishing games now in the, in the beginning of the season. Um, they weren't, I mean, I ran into a guy yesterday, a co- guy who used to coach for Goldsboro high school. He was at the pickle classic and he came in yesterday and he said, yeah, I was at the Pickle Classic. He said, Mount Olive should have won that game. He said, Mount, Mount Olive should because it was a couple of games Mount Olive should have finished and just didn't. And see, that they won five of the last six. That only loss was a 105-104 to 104 loss to Emmanuel. And Mount Olive had, like, Caleb Carter had, like, two or three chances from behind the arc to hit a three-pointer. And... Um, and if we would have went into overtime, we possibly would have probably would have won that because Emmanuel had two guys that had already two of their starters had already fouled out. But I noticed the first time we played Belmont Abbey on January 7th, they beat us by 10. We only shot like 23 percent in the first half. Um, and we're at Belmont Abbey and Dorico Miller, a key player off the bench here lately he's using Dorico Miller a lot more like I said it's like having two Trayvon Farrells out there this guy plays above the rim he can rebound with the best of them he can score in the paint he can put it back up despite whoever he's matched up against and most of the time these these teams like UNC Pembroke and Emmanuel have guys that are like 6'9 you know and Dorico is like 6'6 you know what I mean? And he goes up against them, but he's using Dorico Miller more. Dorico only scored two points against Belmont Abbey on January 7th. Um, so he's using guys off the bench more and he's subbing out. He's Dory's always, whoever we play, the defenders got a fresh guy in there all the time. And so Dory's really utilizing his bench. He's using guys like Colin Radcliffe and Ryan Roberts and Dorico Miller and Nooski, you know, and Caleb Carter. By the way, the last game against Juan Isaiah Bridges, a.k.a. Nooski. This is the Nooski line brought to you by Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> Nooski, three of four, one assist, two rebounds, and six points. Um, but he's using these guys more in the paint. And I think he's got a lot of guys like Trayvon Farrell, who are seniors. Who These guys are human. They're college kids. They're thinking, man, it's you know, what's the point? He's got them thinking – 
and I think they can. It's a very winnable game against Belmont Abbey. Very winnable game. I wouldn't have said that two weeks ago. Yeah. But a very winnable game. And of course, if they get, they beat Belmont Abbey, they get UNC Pembroke, who's waiting on the winner of that one. Dude. So, but but, but, well. but it's like you said though. It's like you said though. I mean, this if we'd have said this two weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, that. Uh, you know, that UMO would be taking on Belmont Abbey. We would, but you and I probably be both looking at each other and going, well, you know, it's going to be a tough game. It is, right. a, it is a very winnable game, isn't it? Yes. And, and primarily because it's a neutral territory at Walford college and down in South Carolina. And this is a Mount Olive team that really should have <laughs> beat UNC Pembroke at home this year. And what they're, what I've noticed they're doing. So let me tell you, it is worth the drive to Mount Olive to sit behind the bench when Dory Himes coaching to watch the intensity. <laughs> it's all, it's all the coaches can do to be like, coach, get back. You know, cause he, he like runs on the court. Oh, yeah, I know. I've, 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 I've seen him a few times. Well, this is what I want to say about Belmont Abbey. You know how we we're talking about the, the streak that, uh, you know, winning five of six that, uh, UMO has done. How about that? Uh, Belmont Abbey's lost three of the last four. And who are those losses to, uh, Shane Albee? Chawan. To Lee's yep. McRae, and of course yep. the UNC Pembroke, we know is just really, really good. But still, they two of their three losses though in the last what a week and a half have been to teams that uh, that UMO has beat. Remember that movie Bloodsport with John Claude Van Damme? <laughs> yes, I do. There's always that line in the movie where they want to get the movie into the into the into the um, the lingo of the movie where they go. That's why they call this thing Bloodsport, baby. <laughs> and let me tell you, there's a reason why they call it March Madness, because teams that were streaking are now struggling, and teams that were struggling have finally put it together and said, doggone it, we can win this. And I think that is Mount Olive's situation. See, Dory's always believed they could, because I sensed that when he, when he yells at him, like, come on now, get him out of there, get him out of there, get him out of there. You know what I mean? And so what yeah. he's doing, you notice, I've noticed too, when Mount Olive brings the ball in their half-court offense, dude, they pass that ball. Like, it's literally zip, 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 zip. And then when they finally, when the, when they finally got the right shot, boom. And I think that's been the key to their higher shooting percentages is that they've, they've actually, instead of just coming down and not moving the ball around, you know, and taking bad shots, they've taken a lot, of, a lot more high-percentage shots. And uh, again, this is Mount Olive is one of the leaders in the country in three point shooting and three point shooting per game. And they big key to beating the man, uh, Lee's McRae is they out rebounded him by 20 rebounds. And so even against Chawan, we lost a rebound battle, but it was only like 41 35. So we're not getting dominated on the boards anymore. Um, so that's been a big key, too. Because um, I heard Dory say in a recent game, he, uh, one of his players didn't go up hard. And Dory yelled out, said, hey, go up. And if he knocks you down, he said, he said, go up again. What he said? He said, he did. He said, he said, go up. He said, if, if he knocks you down, go up again. Like, keep going. Like, if he knocks you in the ground, you know, go up again. And I think he's instilled that fire into those guys. And you can see that at the end of the day, man, when the Mount Olive Trojans hit the court, Dory Hines, his, his life, it's like, it's a street fight. Let's go. You know what I mean? Forget what happened two weeks ago. Forget what happened two months ago. Let's go. You know what I mean? And so when you play the Mount Olive Trojans, 
you, you're in for, I'm just, your only concern is like when and if will they, you know, you see a lot of teams, they get streak and when will they run out of gas? You know what I mean? You don't want them to, but to, but to come into Chilwater, I heard the play-by-play announce that people from that part of North Carolina be like, yeah, so halftime, Chilwater leading Mount Olive. Uh, so it's always Chilwater, Chilwater. They'll say Chilwater. Um, but they were up, <laughs> they were up by 14 at the half. That's crazy. I know, and, and it, just the way they've played has been amazing. Dude, i got to mention this, dude. Uh, now, mine's a small sample size. You've been in every one of – other than that game that I did for you. But one oh, of the things – By the way, that, but, by the way, I've been meaning to ask you for weeks, how in the world did you tweet the scores while you were doing the PA at uh, – <laughs> I just had my laptop just right there in front of me. It's what I do for Kinston games and for everything else. So it is what it is. But I, but I got – one of the things that uh, Dory said that, that just tickled my – well, not tickled me. I, I really liked it. But they were doing some stupid fouls, uh, UMO were. They were – and he would even tell you that. They were – I mean, just barely, you know, these little touch fouls. And then he started yeah. – Dude, is this something he does every game? Make them count. Talking about, and not talking about hitting free throws. Talking about if you foul somebody, make it count. Make them feel it. Don't just you know touch foul somebody and they finish yeah. it and, and get the basket. Yeah. Is that one of his? Is that something he does on the regular? Oh, absolutely. I'm telling you, I don't know why it's trending. Even a couple <laughs> of weeks ago, I'm doing a game and Michael Brown will bring the ball up court. He'll approach half court, and I hear a guy. I hear a guy right behind me go. Kill him, Mike. <laughs> so, yeah. Some. I mean, it was just he was like, like in other words, is that uh, is that uh, does that mean like dribble by the guy? I don't know what that means. Does it mean like step on him as you go by him? But no, I hear Cole Dory does that. Like, I won't kill somebody. Get out of here, come on, I'll kill you. I mean, is it is an absolute? Um, but yeah, it's it is absolutely. It's kind of like you know, you play if you're going to break up the double play, break up the double play. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Don't just you know slide in there. You know, gently. I mean, dude, run. I mean, with I can't say what I wanted to say there. Run as hard as you can. That's I guess is a clean way to say it. run as hard as you can and make them feel it when you break up that double play. Right. Absolutely. It all rolls up. And so he does have those guys. And I told that to door, believe me, I'm not taking any credit, but he knows what I meant when several weeks back we were at half court and I was telling him we were at ha- halftime. We were getting ready to start the second half. And I was playing an old song that, that a Mount Olive basketball player had actually created back in the day. And he knew it. And uh, I played it and I looked at him and I said, how you, I said, how you like that Dory? And, uh, <laughs> And uh, and then I said I, I started telling him how Elijah Rouse used to say that Joey Higginbotham used to recruit bad guys. He said we were he said we were he said we were bad guys. He said Joey Joey made us good. He said but we were bad guys. He said he said he needs to recruit more bad guys. You know what I mean? Like just like and there you go guys. another like, Lenore County connection there. How about that? Yeah. Elijah Rouse. I used to call his name out. I, I, that's what's so weird when I see these guys. I just think about that. But absolutely, and that's. The way Elijah played, that's how Trayvon Farrell and Dorico Miller play. When they're in that paint, man, first of all, I don't, when I was growing, maybe I just did it all wrong. If I stepped on a basketball court, even with high tops on, I sprained my ankle nine <laughs> times. But these guys are pounding in the paint in low tops. I don't know how they do it, you know, but they go hard. And that's like you said, you say, he told him, say, you go hard. He said, knock you down. You, you go up again. You know what I mean? And that's the style of basketball Mount Olive is playing. And that is the Dory Hines system. And they're finally buying into it. And let me tell you, they could, they could, they could win out. 
Well, that voice. And, I, and if I'm you in, if I'm UNC Pembroke or Belmont Abbey, I'm going. Uh oh. Well, I'd say even more Belmont Abbey. That's the team that's right in front of me. Like I said, in uh, what about five minutes or so, we're going to be call, uh, talking to Coach Dory Hines. But I just had an idea. Actually, I'm uh, Jason Bryan is messaging me about something else right now. Hey, he does want me to tell everybody Woodington plays at Frank at four o'clock today in baseball. So uh, if you can get out Ooh. there and do, yeah, that'd be cool. Do that. Go to Frank at four, then go to North Lenore at seven. Uh, as one of your teams from uh, Wayne County, CB Acock will be uh, taking Ooh. on. Uh, yeah, and that's going to be a big game. Acock at North North today at 7. Yeah, please, of, go ahead. Speaking of C.B. Acock, uh, Mount Olive freshman, former Falcon, Carson Gibson tosses five innings yesterday to go 2-0, and looking really good on the mound. There's three Gibson brothers at Mount Olive from Acock. You got Blake Gibson, the older brother, and then you got the two younger brothers, Carter and Carson. They're known as Gibson Incorporated. Um, all, <laughs> all also alums of Wayne County Post 11. So absolutely, man, that's a they 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 produce some ball that that's a Mount Olive factory right there. Former head coach Charles Davis and his son Kyle Davis also played at Mount Olive. I saw Charles at the uh, Wayne County Hot Stove Banquet. Um, but yeah, great. Alan Thomas is doing great things over there at Acock. Just a, just always a strong program. So that that if it's Acock in North Lenora, that's a matchup right there. Uh, and there's going to be quite a, a crowd. Mount Olive matchup right there. That's a that's a Brogan matchup. There you go, and that's a seven o'clock uh, first pitch tonight too. And Luke Cannon making his 2023 debut uh, for uh, the Hawks tonight. That's going to be a lot of fun. I got to talk about you for a second here, though, dude. How about this? I've got an idea for you for your, you know, would do with all this energy you have and it's all natural. Have you ever thought about putting your name like on an energy drink? And it could be the Sugar <laughs> Shane, the Sugar Shane energy drink. You want to sound energetic and you want to be energetic like Shane Albee? By God, drink the Sugar Shane energy drink. What do you think, dude? You know what? Ever, uh, Danny Rice got me thinking about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I would be, um, you know, it's really crazy. I can't really explain myself. It's I'll give you area fellowship of Christian athletes director, Ronnie wise. who used to be the pastor of a church in Mount Olive said one time we were at a game and he said it best. And this has really been my whole life. He literally said, Hey man, he said, and if you know Ronnie wise out there audience, you'll appreciate this impression. It's one of my better ones. He said, man, <laughs> when I talk, he said, man, when I talk to Shane, I feel like I'm in a commercial. <laughs> and so my whole life, I, even when I was a young, skinny, scrawny kid playing dodgeball and, you know, and, uh, or, you know, just standing off in the corner and some big athlete would do something and I'd be like, just a bit outside. You know what I mean? I was just always that kid with the the mouth and the sounds and everything like that. It would, you know, flirt on the, with the prospect of getting beat up because of my mouth. But, <laughs> but I was always, I was just always that, that I'm just like, I wake up in the morning. I can wake up in the morning and my eyes open. And I go, no, you know what I mean? A, a cat walks by, and I'm like, "Come on, Lusky!" You know what I mean? Just all the sights, the sounds of the uh, the sounds of the game. I've just always been fascinated with with that. So when I sold radio ads, I really produced a lot of my own ads and voiced my own ads, which a lot of the the production people in this and that were like, "What?" And, you know, because they didn't have they didn't have to take me. And I'm like, "I know," oh. you know. But it's just one of those things, man, where I can just. Someone could call me up and be like, "Spit me one right now." I just love it. But believe me, you don't want me washing your you don't want me washing your clothes. You don't want me cooking you supper. We have a cat fight in progress. We have a ten nineteen. Yeah, just right in front of me, two cats just went at it. And now it's over. But um, but yeah, just I've just always been. But there's a lot of things in life. I just channeled a lot of my energy into those like. Like I can leave a double header and go, man, in the third inning, I should have played this. You know, I should have played that. Um, speaking of which, 
we played that school in Wilson this past weekend in baseball. Mount Olive baseball off to a ten and three start. Wow. Um, yeah. The, um, they're still trying to get it together. We haven't even we, we're we're getting our ace back in the next week or two. Hunter Stevens. Um, that guy's a draft pick. I mean, he's just and he's coming off Tommy John, so he is just absolute. He's an absolute beast. So Mount Olive is going to really. They're trying to get themselves together for the, you know, the, the big rivalry coming the end of March when we play North Greenville at home. I'm telling yeah. you, that's a series you so want to see. I it. need to be out there for that is what you're saying. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I tell the you drama. what, dude, I, heard, I will do my best to get out there for one of those games. Do I get to sit in the press box with you? or Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. I love it. Okay, listen, I'm getting ready. To, I was hoping to get into some baseball. We'll do that next week, though, especially with basketball. Is doing. How's the women's basketball team doing? They are also headed to the quarterfinals down in South Carolina. They, um, you know, they lost their leading scorer, Layla Harris, due to some uh, team conflict. We'll leave it at that. Um, so they've really had to pick up. I'll tell you, he's really picked up. His, his University of North Alabama transfer, Reagan Hewn, has really stepped up. Nobody has a better mid-range shot than her. Um, and the other girl, like Michaela Kimball and, and Tia Tucker, um, these girls are really – and Layla Anderson, who's a freshman, who's just an absolute beast from behind the arc. These girls have stepped up. They've got UNC Pembroke this Friday in the quarterfinals down, in, uh, and that's a team – I think they beat them the first time when they had Layla Harris, but then didn't the next time. And so that's a, that's a, that's a game they can win. Wendy Lee's got those girls playing really well. And I saw her when we played Monday night, Wendy said, we've got a lot of work to do, you know, so yeah. they're not out of it either. That's a team that can, of course, those teams ahead of them look really good. You know, Francis Marion. Oh yeah. You know, well, there they, you they're go. Well, listen, really good, but yeah, the women's still alive too. Could you believe we're still talking about Mount Olive basketball? I love it. You know, on March the second, we're still talking about Mount Olive basketball. It's also, and in speaking yep. of that, within moments after I hang up with you, Shane Alvey, I'm going to be talking to Dory Hans. What is the first question I need to ask him? Does he even notice that I'm in the arena? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean it just. Does the atmosphere help? You know what I mean? Because I'll tell you, it's really, you know, we're living in a day and age where students just don't come to games anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're missing out. They're really missing out. And so Dory has really had to fire these guys up and, and really focus on. And he's kept these guys together. I mean, we haven't lost anybody. Nobody's gotten in trouble. Nobody's okay. gotten hurt. That, I mean, that, really that's not a question. Guys. I need I need a question, Sugar Shane. Oh, God. Um <laughs> Great question. I was, uh, was going to say, what, what's your focus? I mean, really, I would just really want to know what is his focus against a Belmont Abbey team this time, knowing they only shot 23% against them in the first half the first time they played them. I you like know? it. Because that's the problem. You can, you, that's what they did. They finished strong against Belmont Abbey in that game. But when you dig too big of a hole, and I think that's what they did. That's the, really the key is, is what can you do to keep these guys from digging too big of a hole early on to give your chance – that's what they did against Chawan. They stayed, they stayed in it. And I thought Chawan was going to win because kind of late, Chawan had about a four-point lead, and all of a sudden, boom. Now <laughs> i just tur- flipped the script on him. There you go. Listen, Sugar Shane Albee, dude, 25 minutes goes by faster with you I know. than it does with anybody that I know. Wait a minute. That doesn't sound right. But you know what I mean. Shane Albee, thank you, buddy. You by the number. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hold on. Hold on. Let's walk you off here with a little. Uh, there cast- we go. Here we go. Oh, 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 here we go with a little cat. Also cast- in honor of. Also in honor of Janelle Fitch. <laughs> there you go. And her lucky cats. 
Sugar yep. Shane Alby, dude, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We'll talk to you next week, my friend. Oh, let's go Nootsie. Let's go Nootsie. That's Sugar Shane Alby from the University of Mount Olive. Little cat scratch fever there. Hey, uh, let's get uh, Dory Hines up here on the line with us. And uh, as we do that, let's thank uh, another one of our sponsors. Let's thank a Rendell Parrot Academy. They are the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region located on a beautiful 80-acre campus right here in uh, Kensington. Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kenston, Greenville, Goldsboro, New Bern, Snow Hill, Wilson, Trenton. In fact, if you are listening to this right now here on uh, on Terrestrial Radio, you can send your child to a Rendell Parrot Academy, the best uh, uh, private school in eastern North Carolina. APA students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252 252- 522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road right here in Kenson. And again, like I said, you want to send your child to the best private school in Eastern North Carolina. Heck, maybe even in North Carolina, it's right here in Kenson at a Rendell Parrot Academy. Voice messaging system. Oh, wait a minute. Let's try this again here. And, uh, Let's see. I think we have him now. Is this Coach Dory Hines from the University of Mount Olive? Ooh, hold on one second. Let me get you through to my uh, board here. Let's try that again. Hello, Coach Hines. How are you doing, Big Time? I am doing good. Not nearly as good as you, though. And I got to tell you, and you will understand this as much or more than anybody else. I just spent 25 minutes on the phone with Sugar Shane Albee, okay? And I mean, uh, my blood pressure's up. I'm wide awake. I want to get out on the street here and run up and down the street. Is that how you feel when you're around Sugar Shane? Yeah, Sugar Shane, he's full of energy all day long. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's 7.15 in the morning or if he's doing one of your games at 7.30 or 8 o'clock at night. He's full of, he's, he's full of energy all the time, that's for sure. Listen, Coach Hines, I had to get you on the phone and get you here on the show because – you talk about a program that has really turned it around here in the last little bit. It is a UMO Trojans four straight wins. Five of your last six games have been wins, and uh, two of them in the Conference Carolinas tournament or a Co- Conference Carolinas uh, tournament. Also, Coach, I gotta ask, what has been the difference over this last couple of weeks with your Trojans? Um, it's just it's been honestly it's been the players, man. They uh. They've been doing a good job of really believing on the game plan and, and buying into what we're trying to do. And um, our coaching staff have been doing a good job of putting a good game plan together. So, um, and our players just really believe in they're going out there and executing. Well, I tell you what, again, uh, just uh, you had so many. It, it, this is one of the things Shane talked about too, Coach Hans, is that there were so many close games early this season that could have gone either way that maybe went against you. Now you're turning those close games and they're they're coming out in your favor. Is that something that you guys have been working? Obviously, it's something you guys have been working on, right? Um, you know, we just uh, in practice we've been doing some um, late game stuff, just trying to focus on finishing game well uh, with the last four minutes in the uh, with the last four minutes in the game. <laughs> um, we shoot we two and eleven games decided by six points, so um, that's just something that we've really been focusing on and. Um, making our free throws at the end, executing, taking care of the ball, just, you know, just time and score. You know, we've really been working on those things right here lately. 
Well, I'll tell you what, you made uh, you made Chowan University your home court uh, Sunday and Monday as you beat Lees McRae 95-87, to and you turn around and beat a good Chowan team 97-90. to hey, When you have that kind of success away from home, that's got to put some confidence uh, in you and into your team too, doesn't it? Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's hard to win on the road, definitely at Chowan. Um, Chowan's only lost three home games all year to us, uh, to Pembroke and to France and Marion before they played us. So, you know, it's a that's a big-time game. And our guys responded to a big-time environment. Um, got a lot of respect for Rob Burke and his staff and well, how well he had his guys playing. I'll tell you what, what's neat is having watched you grow up, and we've talked about this in past uh, visits that you've made to the show, so I'm not going to beat this drum to death, but I, I just I love the fact that, you know, having having had the opportunity to watch you grow up and play for Perry at Rochelle and play for Wells at at, uh, at Kenston High and then playing for Joey over at UMO, it seems like you have, and I, I do want you to speak to this, though, that it does seem like you've taken a little bit from each one of those coaches and even the, in your, your coaching journey at different stop that, stops that you've made, uh, Coach Hines, but you've taken that and you've kind of blended all of that together and then even added your own emotion and your own personality into this. That's what you've done in your coaching journey to this point, haven't you, Coach? Yeah, I I, I stole I stole a couple of things from Wills, a couple of things from Perry. Uh, I stole Perry out of bounds play. Um, we actually executed it the other night and got a lot for a dunk. Um, I, some of the offense that we run, I stole it from my old coach, which was Joey. Um, um, so I've just put it all together and you know I've been stealing a little bit from everybody. The neat thing, though, is when you see a, a Wells Gulledge team or a Perry Tindall team, for the most part, they're scoring in the 50s and 60s. They, they, they'll they get out and run with somebody if you want to, but the, the the offense is just so well executed, and that's exactly what you've taken. But, Coach, here are your last four scores, all wins. Se- I mean, and it, this is what's neat to me. 78 against Erskine, 89 against uh, Francis Marion, eight, 95 against Lees McRae, 97 against Shawan. Coach, uh, can, could we see triple digits against Belmont Abbey on Friday? Well, we possibly <laughs> can. <laughs> if the game's in the triple digits, I like our chance to win. <laughs> but that's what I was going to say. With with the things that you've combined from, from Wells and Perry and uh, Joey, I don't remember any of those teams scoring 95 and 97 points a game. I mean, that has been you. I mean, you do. It seems like your offense is a lot, maybe a lot more opened up than uh, than some of your influences. Is that is that a good way to put it? Um, yeah, and, you know, I just you know I just try to give our guys a lot of freedom um, offensively. That way, they know that coach believes in me, and sometimes I tell them I believe in more than they believe in themselves. And you know, they really starting to believe, and you know that that's the main thing. As long as they believe in themselves, um, and when they put the shot up or whether they're attacking the rim, if they believe, I love our chance of it going in. I love it. That voice you're listening to is Coach Dory Hines. We don't have him for a long time. We've got him for a good time, not a long time here this morning on the Brian Hanks Show as he's getting ready for that Belmont Abbey game uh, tomorrow night in uh, Spartanburg. Give us a little sneak preview. I mean, uh, Sugar Shane and I were just talking about Belmont Abbey, whereas you guys have won five of your last six, and you seem to be hitting your stride at the right time of the season. Belmont Abbey's struggling a little bit. Now, you lost to them earlier this year, but this is a team that's lost three of their last four, including losing to Chawan and to Lees McRae. What have you seen on film with Belmont Abbey that maybe they're a little bit different than they were when you played them earlier this year? 
Um, I think, you know, I think they had a little tough stretch down. But, you know, I know their coach, David Beffield, really well. Um, he's a really good dude. They got a really good team. They got two or three all-league guys. And they got a really good point guard in, in K.J. Garrett uh, that's returning. Um, so, I mean, it's a really good team. I think, you know, they just – right here lately they haven't been um, playing as well, but they've been playing some good competition. You know, one thing about our league is – it's very wide open. You know, you have Pembroke at the top, but, you know, anywhere from th- 2 to 11 um, is, is very competitive. So, you know, you, you can't take a night off. So, um, And they've been in all those games. It's just, you know, sometimes they didn't make the shots at the end or get the calls at the end. But, you know, it's a really good team. It's a really good um, game for us. Um, early in the year when we played them, we dug ourselves a 20-point hole. Uh, we battled back and lost by 10, but, you know, Seen some good things from that game. Seen some bad things from that game. So we definitely learned from it. We watched it yesterday as a team. So we definitely learned from it. Uh, and that's one of the things. What a great segue there, Coach Hines. I mean, you you lose from ninety six eighty six in Belmont on uh, January seventh. But Coach, that's got to feel like that was almost a year ago at this point, doesn't it? Yeah, man. We wasn't at that time. We wasn't playing our best basketball, to be honest with you. But um, all in all, man, we just we decided to be in this situation and. You know, Belmont's going to be a good team. We know it's going to be a battle at this time of the year. Everybody's fighting for their lives. So um, we're excited about being down there, and we're looking forward to it. Very good. Last question here before we let you go here. And, again, that's Dory Hines, head men's basketball coach at uh, the University of Mount Olive, joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. And uh, just keys to victory. I mean, obviously, this is a team you've seen before, even though it was almost two months ago. Uh, but you've seen them on film. You've seen what they've done over their last, you know, five, six, seven games. And well, what do you guys have to do tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon to be successful? Again, like you said, against a very good Belmont Abbey team, Coach. Um, I think we got to do the things that got us back in the game in the second half against Shawan. I think we got to guard and we got to rebound. We got to limit them to one shot and we got to keep them out of the paint. Um, I think those are the main two things that we got to do going into this game. Um, our guys know that. And, you know, I tell our guys every time, make a team better from the outside. You know, we, I don't, I think a lot of teams have beat us from the outside this year. When teams beat us, I think it's because they pound us on the inside because we're small. But, you know, the biggest thing is we talk about um, is keeping them out of the paint and um, one and done so they can't get offensive rebounds. So, well, um, I, I lied to you. I got one more question for you. Just regardless of what happens against Belmont and then even against UNC Pembroke after that. See, hey, I'm already speaking it into existence here, Coach. You guys are going to win that game uh, tomorrow night still, what a way to finish this season. And it does give you a lot of momentum going into next season, doesn't it, Coach? Um, Yeah, man, it really does. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm excited for these guys, these seniors, um, um, and all the hard work they put in the preseason, these underclassmen. And, you know, um, our work is finally showing that we put it into the preseason. So I'm just excited about this opportunity for us this weekend. Very good. And I listen, a lot of fans, you know, I don't have to tell you this. You've got a ton of fans here in Lenora County, obviously around Kenston, Lenora County and all that. But nothing warms my heart better, Coach, than getting on your mom's Facebook page or looking at her feed and just the unbridled love and just everything. And she wants everybody to know that her son is uh, the head coach of the University of Mount Olive. That's got to put a smile on your face, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, that's my mom. She's my biggest supporter, so uh, I love her to death, and she'll be down this weekend with me, so I'm excited about it. That is so awesome. I know. Hey, listen, I've got, I've got to be – I'm working all weekend out at ECU, but I will be following uh, the feeds. I will be following Shane's. I'll be following your mom's. Dude, 
good luck, Coach. I mean, sincerely, good luck this weekend. I, I've already, like I said, you're going to beat Belmont Abbey, and when you face UNC Pembroke, shock the world. Okay, Coach? All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Coach Hines. All right. No problem. There you go. That's uh, Coach Dory Hines. University of Mount Olive, again, a team that won five of their last six. Two games already won in the Conference Carolinas uh, tournament. They play at Belmont Abbey tomorrow at uh, 6 o'clock down at Wofford in uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina. And, again, uh, you can follow – you need to follow uh, Shane Albee on Twitter. Uh, uh, you need to follow uh, Shonda Hines on Facebook because they're going to be giving you updates, uh, not just – the updates that UMO gives you. Listen, what a fast-moving first hour. Thank you so much to Coach Hines. Thank you so much to Sugar Shane. I'll be coming up in our second hour. Steve Mintz with a big announcement to make here on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College here on 960 The Bull, 960thebull.com and 252 ESPN.